Hello, my name is Dwayne Spearman, and I am the founder of Directional Ministries located here in Lynchburg, Virginia. This is a teaching ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. Day by day, and with each passing moment, strength I find to make my trials clear. Trusting in my Father's wise bestowment, I've no cause for worry or for fear. Let's go ahead and open up our Bibles for the final time to the little epistle of Jude, and we're going to wrap it up today. Uh, let's look at verse number 17. But, beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. And, of course, these... He's referring back to these filthy dreamers that he mentioned in verse number 16, these false prophets, as he calls them. And he says that they will be mockers. In other words, they will mock those of us who believe the words of God over the words that they themselves are expounding. And, of course, he's speaking to the beloved. And the beloved, that is you and I, we are the beloved. So these final verses, he is dealing with how we should be conducting ourselves. And he says, firstly, we should be building ourselves up in the most holy faith. Now, the faith that you and I have uh, to believe is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast, the Bible says. And the way that we do this is by sitting under the teaching of the word of God. Romans ten seventeen says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you want to grow your faith, you need to be hearing the word of God. You need to be in a Bible believing, Bible teaching church. It doesn't matter what it calls itself or who it's affiliated with necessarily. They need to be teaching the word of God. And if and if you are involved in a church like that, you are going to be building up yourself in your most holy faith. Sadly, too many are sitting in churches and they simply are not growing because the word of God is not being taught. Secondly, he says we should be praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying with the anointing of God's Spirit, because it's only the Spirit that can give us the faith that we need to pray the prayers of faith. And the Bible makes it very clear that the Spirit of God is our teacher. The Spirit of God is our guide. We need to be praying in the Holy Spirit. And of course, to be praying in the Holy Spirit, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then thirdly, we need to be keeping ourselves in the love of God as the latter days continues to encroach upon us and as false teachers are beginning to abound and as the apostasy is beginning to take hold in the world in which we live, we need to be keeping ourselves in the love of God, keeping our minds fastened on the things above and not on the things below, remembering that we are simply pilgrims passing through. And the way that we do this is by keeping the word of God close to us by studying it, by meditating upon it, by memorizing it, by applying it to our our lives. The Bible says that we are in this world, but that we should not be of this world. You know, I look at the things that are going on in the world, and it seems to be falling apart. 
But you know what? The Bible says it's going to fall apart. The Bible says that the apostasy is going to set in, that the love of many will grow cold. People will begin to walk away from the things of God, the things of the spirit, the things of the teachings of the church and the word of God. The Bible clearly states that those those things are going to be happen. Why are we so surprised by that? The word of God says there will be a great falling away. We need to be keeping ourselves in the love of God. And fourthly, we need to be looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. The Lord is going to come back. He's going to have mercy upon his people. He is granting us eternal life. We can expect that. It's as good as done. Why? Because God has had mercy already by allowing us the opportunity to place our faith in him notice also in verse 22 23 it says and some have compassion making a difference and others save with fear pulling them out of the fire now now here he is addressing two groups of people and he says now these are these people around us and just by the context, it's referring to people who are not doing these things. It's referring to people who are not keeping themselves in the love of God, who are not praying in the spirit, who are not building themselves up in the most holy faith. It's referring to two groups of people who are not doing these things. And on the first group of people, he says that we need to have compassion upon them. We need to have compassion upon them and of some have compassion making a difference so he's telling us what we must do with those who have been influenced by these certain men and we need to make a distinction because there's two types and on the first type we need to have compassion on them in other words these people um it means that they have been misled it means that they have succumbed to this false teaching if you will and he says that we need to have compassion upon these people we need to be sensitive to the holy spirit we need to know how that we can comfort uh how that we need to you know rebuke um, we need, we don't need to abandon these people who are flirting with the teaching of these false apostles. Instead, we should love them. We should help them. And, and it means that we need to continue to be with them, no matter how bad or how misleading or terrible the doctrine is that they're beginning to follow. We need to not hate them, but we need to have compassion upon them and that word compassion means we need to be watching over them helping them with accountability but then he turns the corner and he speaks of those others who need to be saved with fear now the second group must be confronted more strongly but in fear not in sanctimonious superiority but we do it so that we may pull them out of the fire these are the ones that are running headlong <laughs> into the teachings of these people. And these are the ones that are going to need a firm, strong rebuke. In other words, this first group, they're being misled, but we need to have compassion on them. This second group, we need to confront them a little more roughly, aggressively. 
And that's the two types of people. Uh, we are to witness to them, pulling them out of the very flames of hell. That's what he's talking about. So these two types of people that are around us, even today, as I teach this. And then finally, Jude goes into a doxology. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. Now, who is the one that's able to keep us from falling? The Lord Jesus Christ himself. In other words, keep us from falling to the error, the heresy of these false teachers, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God and our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. And God's people said, Amen. This is a doxology. A doxology by definition is a spontaneous acclamation of praise. And that's what Jude breaks out into as he begins to think about how God is able to keep his people from falling to present us faultless before the Father one day. And make no mistake, God is able to do that. You know, it's been a privilege to be able to go with you verse by verse through this little epistle of Jude. Only 25 verses, but it is packed with so much meat, so much that we need to hear today. Yes, there are false teachers among us, and he shows us how God has dealt with these false teachers in time past and those who have followed the teaching of these false teachers. And our response is we need to be drawn to the Lord. We need to be pulling in his word. We need to be, we need to be filled and praying with the Holy Spirit. And we need to have compassion upon those who are being misled. And we need to be a little more aggressive. We need to rebuke those who are running headlong into the teachings of these heretics, as he calls them. And remember that he is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. It's been my privilege to be with you through this little book. I pray that you always remember that God does love you. He does want the best for you and he is working all things out for your good.